Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Praise be to God. It's good to be back with you, Sister Mary Grace. Sister Rainy Stay, good to be here. Amen. With Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. And what do you think, sister? Do you need a word? Always, sister. I always need a word. Always need a word. Yeah. I'm with you. And that's it. That's what we're talking about today in this season on cool. how to pray mm-hmm. is, yeah, kind of that reality. We do need a word. Yeah. Right? If we're talking to the Lord, living in relationship with him, uh, we need a word. We're thirsty. Our hearts are thirsty. And the good news is the good Father has given us a word Amen. in his son, Jesus Christ. That's awesome. Whoa. Yeah. But I don't know, sister, any thoughts or ideas or things yeah. we should talk about before we jump into this adventure? Mm-hmm. Well, I remember like even even growing up, like all sports events, I knew I always needed a word. And like love sports was uh, super involved in anything I could do. But, you know, I knew there was like a difference in my performance when my dad like called out my name from the sideline. Amen. Half the time it was embarrassing. I didn't want him there, <laughs> but there was something different when dad showed up and I heard him, you know, whether it was cheer me on or tell me to move faster or whatever it was. Uh, you know, his word on the sideline totally made a difference. Um, I remember especially even like, you know, running cross country, mm-hmm. you know, everyone runs fast in front of the crowds. Like mm-hmm. it's easy. This adrenaline naturally comes. But dad would go and purposefully put himself on the parts of the racetrack where it was totally out of everyone's sight. Mm. It was kind of those hard slog background uh, parts, you know, at the bottom of a hill or halfway up the hill where there's no one else around and you hit that hill and it's hard and it's rough and you don't think you're going to make it. You're tempted to walk because no one's watching. (laughs) And dad would position himself there and he'd just stand there and he'd be like, now, fast hands. You got this. That's awesome. And I kid you not, just hearing that word, somehow I was able to dig deeper. Wow. It was really neat. Wow. <laughs> it's powerful. Um, yeah. And it was just like one place where I was like, I need that word from another, from him. Uh, it made a huge difference. Wow, sister. Yeah. It's, it is powerful though. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. The effect. Yeah. And what we can give each other uh-huh. in and through our words to each other. Definitely. What about you? Is there oh, any- <laughs> you know, actually, when did you need a word? <laughs> it actually makes me think of um, one of my favorite childhood yeah. activities was cliff jumping. Actually, I don't understand. That's what Mainers do. It. There it is. I know. I know. Uh, they call us. Huh. They don't call us maniacs for nothing. Uh-huh. Us Mainers. Uh, yeah. So basically there was this river <laughs> called the Swift river. Oh, I'm glad you jump into something. Cause that was, <laughs> I was waiting for, I was like cliff jumping where <laughs> that's, there it is into okay. water, into okay, water. I feel a bit better about that. And it was, it was this place called Coos Canyon. Okay. And only the locals knew about Coos Canyon because uh-huh. you kind of had to like jump in the river where like there was this kind of like rest stop for the tourists, mm-hmm. but then you had to float down the river. And then there was this awesome place that there's two cliffs on each side and you could jump from like 10 feet or 20 feet or 40 feet, or mm-hmm. there's a lot of different fun options. Aye, aye, aye. Right. That's like three, four stories. Yeah. 40 feet. Yeah. It's up there. Oh my goodness. It's up there. Yeah. You want to, you want to land well. Yeah. You do this freely, right? This is, freely. this is a choice you make. This is a choice. Okay. Yeah. It was totally <laughs> a choice. Checking. Well, and yeah, there it is. Um, definitely. But at first I was a little timid. Huh? Like I would literally stand on the edge for like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. It's like, hey, it's time to go. I'm like, wait, I haven't jumped yet. (laughs) And what I learned was a little trick. Hmm. Uh, And it happened the first time out of ego and pride, but then it it was actually so helpful mentally to me Mm -hmm. that um, I was standing at the edge forever. And finally this this person I was with, uh, I think it was my brother. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not going to do it. Yeah, it sounds like a brother. <laughs> that's, that's what brothers do. <laughs> you big wimp. You're not going to huh. do it. You Whoa. can't do it. You, you, you just can't do it. Uh-oh. And there, there, <laughs> that's all I needed. I was off that cliff that's... in like five seconds. Oh, that's boom, awesome. Really? In the water. And then I did it again and again <laughs> and again. Just, you know, just to like conquer my brother. Yeah, of course. But actually, whenever I was at the edge and I was having a hard time, I'm like, well, there was a friend or... Uh, one of my my siblings was like, "Tell me that I'm not going to do it." Whoa. And it was what I needed. That's it was the challenge. Is the challenge? Huh. It was there was a strange encouragement in it, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, this dare, like jump. 
That's like, so cool. But that caught me off of a ledge yeah. 40 feet down into like freezing cold water. Mm. I mean, think about when we listen to God. Yeah. Speak his words to us. Next level. Right? Yeah. What What do you think will happen in that? Because yeah. that's the big dare here, sister. Yeah. And there's this awesome quote hmm. before we pray that I think kind of sums up sums up what we want to be about mm-hmm. and what we are about in the next 35 minutes here. <laughs> this is John 8, 31. If you abide in my word, in truth, you are my disciples, and you will know the truth. And the truth will make you free. So here it is. Uh, we want to abide in his word. Mm. We want to abide in freedom. We want to receive and live the truth, which is God's love for us. Uh, we can always come home. Mm-hmm. There's a place uh, for us in our Father's heart at his table, uh, no matter where we've been or what we've been up to, uh, where we are, whatever country, his word is there <laughs> to welcome us home. And that word is love, and I can't wait Mm -hmm. to break this thing open. Gosh, I think I'm ready for a word. (laughs) Amen, sister. You want to give us a word in prayer? Let's do it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we uh, lift our voices and our hearts to you now in this moment, right wherever we find ourselves. Father, we thank you and we praise you for the gift it is to call you Father, to call upon your name. And to stand in the truth of who we are, your children, your child. Father, we ask you to send your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus into our hearts now, into our very beings, that we may hear the resounding voice of your Son that is always with us. Father, we ask you um, just to fill us with your gift of peace and courage to, to dare to believe in your word within us. As we pray together, glory be to the Father, and to the, the Son, Son, and, and to, to the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and it shall be. World Put with that end. end. Amen. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Word, pray for us. Amen. Wow, sister. Thank you. Mm. Praise be to God. Amen. Well, and here we are. Um, need a word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's the first the first point yeah. of three today is yeah we need a word mm-hmm. we're thirsty we're yeah. we're born thirsty uh, for this love uh, second the father has answered hmm. he's given us a word there is a word in his son Jesus yeah and uh, third practically how do we step into this mm-hmm. how do we encounter Jesus, this love that God uh, wants to fill our hearts with mm-hmm. in and through uh, his word, his mm-hmm. living word. Awesome. I don't know, sister, do you have anything to say about thirst? <laughs> like, are we thirsty? Sure do. Are you thirsty? Yeah, sister, thinking about needing a word, gosh, I was thinking recently, it totally reminds me of uh, this epic trip that I went on before I entered. It was right after I met the Sisters of Life, and uh, it was after World Youth Day, Sydney. Mm-hmm. And I went with a friend uh, to do the Camino de Santiago. Cool. Some of some of you might have heard of it. It's getting more and more popular. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like the most cheapest and adventurous trip out there. Wow. Like, hands down. Doesn't cost a dime. Kind of everything's very cheap, easily accessible. And it's also one of the most epic trips. Wow. You literally, we started from the bottom of the Pyrenees Mountains all the way up the mountaintop. Uh, then you go down into Spain. And literally the, the scenery around you is changing every single day. Yeah. You one minute you're on a mountain, you're in the desert another, you're in these gorgeous woods another day. It's uh and your transport is by feet. You know, you're you kinda you go at your own pace. It's uh hmm. it's such an epic journey. But the coolest thing about it, uh, which I loved, was that you basically your way is guided by these yellow arrows on the path. Hmm. Which is really neat. So we we started with a map, and you kind of you know map out your day, and you think, okay, I want to I want to clock 30, 40 miles. Uh, we want to get to this town or that destination. Uh, but soon, about three days in, we realized we didn't need these maps anymore, because literally for nine hundred miles oh across Spain, wow. there's these yellow arrows. Now I don't know who did them, but I'm grateful. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> but them. literally, you only have to walk, you know, a few, sometimes more time in between. But basically, there's always a yellow arrow somewhere ahead of you that points out the direction. Wow. You know, it might be painted on a rock or on a tree. Uh, but three day, at first, I was like, we're going to miss an arrow one day. 
So we've got to keep these maps on us. But I kid you not, day three, day four, I was like, let's drop the map <laughs> and let's just follow these arrows. Wow. And it, uh, what I think it awoke me to in my own heart was just this, uh, this deep desire to seek out the next step, wow. you know, and actually depend on something else to show me the way. Uh, and it just made me think about praying with the word of God, That's you know, because awesome. uh, it really, yeah, it really put me in touch with this desire for adventure, mm. this desire for direction in my life to take a step. Um, and the word of God can kind of like be like that in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, you look for another word that gives you direction for the next step, wow. you know, an assurance that you're going the right way, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that you're not off track. Um, and the word of God can do that for us, can literally point out the direction as much as we need at this time. Okay. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's cool. We need a word mm-hmm. and we need his word to us. Yeah. And, and the reality you speak of, sister, it's like an arrow, like literally at each step or just at yes. the right time uh-huh. when you had that question, which way do I go? Right. You know, do we go right? Do we go left? Do we go up the mountain? Do we go down? That you had that sign. You had that word to mm-hmm. you about, yeah, this away. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. Uh, what the Word of God does for us. Yeah. Guides us so faithfully uh, at each step, wherever we might be standing. Mm-hmm. And so personally, too. Yeah. And I think as much as I know those arrows were for every pilgrim, <laughs> it's like th- it's like the Lord loves to handcraft, personalize these, yes. these arrows, yeah. uh, these markers. Uh, it's so powerful. Yeah. And it evokes like the seeker in you. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, I want to, I want to, like, I actually have to keep looking to see them. Amen. You know, I look for them. I'm, um, I'm looking ahead. I'm looking back. It kind of just keeps our heart attentive to what's mm-hmm. coming, attentive mm-hmm. to what I need, attentive to where I'm going. Uh, and they give, they give a stability of direction. It's Amen. like, okay. Wow. Okay. Till the next sign, <laughs> till the next word, wow. till the next word. Oh my gosh. Huh. Well, even sisters, you speak about like that attentiveness of heart, hmm. right? Like this is, this is our lady's whole posture, right? Yeah. Um, she pondered these things in her heart. Like she, yes. of all the disciples kept the word, kept the word in her heart and it allowed hmm. her to follow her son, Jesus, to nurture the life of her son, Jesus, but it allowed her to faithfully follow as she was caring for the living word. Uh, And actually it reminds me only because we were both involved in it. Yeah. Kind of a neat story about listening to God's voice, his word in my heart and how that uh, eventually bore fruit and uh, nurtured (laughs) this, this seeking right in Mm -hmm. the heart of another, which you caught on the other end. Yeah. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. (laughs) with you i think so (laughs) okay all right cool let me start us off i'll kick us off yeah so basically you can imagine it we live in the bronx and you know it was late yeah you know it's probably 10 30 p.m and sisters are trying to sleep and i got word or i got i got uh (laughs) i got wind i got wind (laughs) basically that there was some there's two guys Oh, yeah. really close to the comment. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were smoking stuff and yeah. it was just coming right in. And, you know, sisters are trying to sleep. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I was feeling, rough. yeah, I was yeah. feeling a little protective. I'm like, all right, I, I got to go out and talk to these yeah. guys, you know? <laughs> so I grabbed another sister because, you know, twos is always better. And good choice, sister. <laughs> there it is. And and again, as I'm walking towards these, these, yeah. young, these young men, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a bit of a battle on my heart because yeah. part of me just wants to say, okay, guys, like seriously, mm-hmm. like do it somewhere else. Like this is a convent. There's, it's, these good sisters are trying to sleep mm-hmm. so they can give their yes to Jesus tomorrow. And, um, but then, yeah, right. The word the living word, uh, the light of Christ, that, that love of Christ nudging me like, Hey, um, these are your brothers. Uh, these are my, these are my beloved sons. Cool. Like, you know, bring them in, mm. bring them in sister. Mm. All right. So it was beautiful. Actually, we shook their hands. Hey, what are your, what are your names? And you know, h- how are you guys? Tell us your story. And, and, and again, just building relationship mm. and, yeah. Then bringing, Hey, you know what guys like, you know, to be honest, you know, it's, it's pretty thick in the convent and, you know, maybe you could, uh, you know, move it somewhere else. And, and actually <laughs> it was, it was beautiful actually. Yeah. And actually before we knew it, they were like, sisters, will you pray with us? Wow. Cool. And we we're praying and then they're, they're asking questions and there's a whole encounter huh. really that an exchange of goodwill, of love, of kindness, wow. of, of just 
we're in this together and encouragement. Mm. Um, you know, these guys had tried rehab a number of times and, and what a beautiful gift for me to mm. be able to say, listen, go try it again. Don't mm. give up. Like, so anyways, beautiful encounter. And, you know, we went back to the convent, they went on their <laughs> merry way and praise be to God. Yeah. You know, like, okay, Jesus, um, keep walking with them. Yeah. And then, well, the cool thing about that is like, I was on the inside of the convent watching you. <laughs> I promise you I was going to back you up if you needed, but you looked Amen. okay. There's, there's always backup. <laughs> but I remember noticing like just even their posture changing as you were all talking to them, mm-hmm. that they were, you know, they were first sitting down, crunched over, kind of in their own worlds. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got up pretty quick when you all walked over, <laughs> <laughs> understandably. But then by the end of it, like when you all were gathering in a circle of prayer, I mean, their hands were lifted, their their heads were lifted, there was Praise laughter. Uh, and then they scooted out of there pretty quick after you left. So I was like, whatever you said <laughs> or the experience they encountered, um, when maybe they expected a reprimand, but they mm-hmm. encountered love, mm-hmm. uh, that can be powerful. Amen. Yeah. But I get it. So, yeah. So then we see the end of it because a year later now. A year later. Uh, we're walking across the road uh, to go to church. We go to mass. We're coming back. And as well, I kid you not, we're literally middle of the road walking back. And this young guy with kind of a hoodie on and, um, you know, tattoos all over runs up. And he's like, sister, sister. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, like just <laughs> bracing for anything. You just never know what's going to happen or what's going to be needed. So we kind of pull him off the road and, and stand off to the side and. He said, sister, I remember you. He's like, remember we met last year? (laughs) (laughs) We're sister lookalikes. Yeah. So at this point, I mean, I just smiled and said, it's so good to see you. That's awesome. So good to see you. And he said, I remember you. He said, I remember you because you were kind to me. Hmm. I remember you was kind Hmm. to me one year later. Unbelievable. You know, it's crazy because I I even remember being struck by that. As he started telling me more of the details of the night, I remember exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe he saw me inside the convent. Mm -hmm. I don't know. (laughs) But he remembers the encounter he had with those sisters that came up and communicated a word that really spoke to him of God um, Mm -hmm. in the relationship that you gave him. Uh, And it was really neat because – and it it clearly carried him over a year. And, you know, he didn't forget that word of kindness. Um. You know, when word of truth is spoken to us, it um, it's clearly unforgettable. Mm-hmm. It's life-changing. And mm-hmm. it actually draws us back to that same source. Mm-hmm. It's like there was truth in that. There was goodness in that. And I'm coming back to that, even if it's a year later. And then he turned to us and said, sisters, can you give me the word of God? <laughs> That's now at this point, oh, his sister's ear. You can't even, it took every bit of me not to scream and jump up and down. <laughs> We're like, yeah, yeah, we can give you the word of God. So next minute. The sister and I that were standing there, beeline to the convent. We get inside. We said to this um, young guy, I'll call him Mike. I said, Mike, we'll be right back. We bolt inside the convent. We have a little power out front door. And I say, sister, I'll get the Bibles. You get the beats. <laughs> we beeline <laughs> through the convent, grabbed everything we could, everything. I think I got the biggest um, Bible we could on the shelf with the greatest commentary, latest edition. Mike's awesome. got it. He's <laughs> got it out, filled his pockets. And he was so moved. And again, we went on to pray and he's taking, he feels the courage. He desires to take that next step to come home. Mm. You know, the next step that he needs at this point of his life uh, to make that next jump to, uh, yeah, go a little deeper. Um, and he knows it's going to be found in the word of God. Wow. Yeah. So cool. It's well, it's so powerful, Mm. right? Because this is a thirst, uh, in every heart, right? Every human heart, every day, we thirst mm-hmm. uh, for that something more. Yes, that sense of God, uh, to be in touch with the one who made us, mm. and the beauty, sister, of how we carry this thirst and we can care for this thirst mm. in and through our relationships with each other, uh, our words to each other, yeah, our, our encouragement, the way that we approach each other. Mm. Uh, gives birth to uh, actually stewarding this thirst and bringing this thirst to the place where it can actually be awesome, satisfied. Um, and the reality that, yeah, we need a word. Mm-hmm. When I think about our lives, sister, holy smokes, we steep our lives <laughs> oh, we're in the word of words. God, yeah. right? From dawn until dusk. Thanks be to God. It's the first and last word we have. That's it. Thank God it's not our own. That's it. Sister, I need it. 5.30 in the morning, I need someone else's oh, word in my head i need some <laughs> and if it's End not coffee day, yeah it better be the word of god because yeah i'm not gonna make it otherwise. amen That's end it. of the day i'm like i need to finish in his word because yeah it 
it's powerful and our, and our day needs to be framed. And, you know, I actually experienced two sisters. Like the more we experience life in the word and like turning to the word at every point and at mm-hmm. different points through our day, I, I experienced being needier for it, mm-hmm. you know, needier mm-hmm. for it. And yet at the same time, happier for Amen. it, you know, Amen. because we need a word, but we need a word from the confident stance that our God listens and answers and giving those words mm-hmm. uh, that we need it. But he's, he's feeding us more than we can even imagine at the same time. You know, and as our as we turn to the word more and more, it's almost like our appetite grows and it's quenched. You know, it's it's um, widened and satisfied at the same time. Isn't that stunning? Yeah, it's so stunning. And blessed are the poor in spirit, mm. right? For mm-hmm. theirs is the kingdom of God. And Amen. to claim this thirst is a gift. Yeah. And as you're saying, sister, that there is an answer, there is satisfaction. Yes, for that thirst in our hearts. And I think that brings us, you know, into kind of our second question or Mm. area of comment here is that God has given us an answer. Hmm. He's given us himself. Yeah. He loves to share himself. It's good news. It's really good news. And I think this reality plays out from the beginning to the end. Absolutely. You think so? Yeah. I mean, the first words we can speak. I mean, I was speaking to my younger brother, who's learning to be a father, uh, and his little son now is, oh, he's just about, he's almost about two. So he's hes literally just beginning to say his first words. So recently, actually just last week, I was on the phone with my family and my brother had little Gus on the phone with him and his mom and dad were there. And, you know, he did the whole, you know, Gus, tell us what you've learned. He said, you know, um, and he would say his own name. He'd say, Dada. And Gus would say, Dada. And, he, and everyone would be like, yay! You know, and that's would be like, okay, Gus, mama. And he'd be like, mama. He'd be like, yay! And then they were like, Sister Mary Grace. Silence. And then you hear this, smidge! <laughs> yay! God bless Just, um, my, whole, my heart exploded. I was like, I love it. Whatever you said, I love it. Oh, that's so dear. It's amazing because this is, this is the first word we learn to say. Mm. is mother, father, daddy, uh, mama, uh, which is kind of beautiful. You know, it's, it's the first one we learn. Um, and if we look at the life of Christ too, I love, I love how uh, direct Jesus is in his answers. You know, when the, when the disciples come to him and they see him in a time of prayer and they, and they know they want it, but they don't really know what's going on. Mm. And they approach him and they're like, Jesus, teach us to pray. And what does he say in response? He said, when you pray, say, Father. Amen. Say, Father. And then he goes on to tell the rest of the Our Father, but he starts with the word of Father, you know, and how powerful it is um, to call God who he is in our prayer, you know, Father, uh, and how how delighted his heart must be even just to hear that word from each one of us, Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what does that say about me as someone speaking that word? When I say Father, I'm claiming I am my Father's daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I say Jesus, and I'm claiming that I'm the one that is saved. I'm the one that needs saving. Mm-hmm. Um, when I call out Holy Spirit, I'm recognizing I need this gift. I need your grace. Um, yeah, the power of calling God by his name. It's so beautiful, sister. No, sister, it's powerful as you speak, because what you speak of is moving ourselves into that relationship mm-hmm. through that response. Like calling him father, yeah, that brings us into an, a posture of receptivity to actually receiving all that is within the father's mm. heart, which is everything that we're thirsting for. Cool. And I, I know we've probably mentioned this before, but it's one of those things that it's always good to go back to, yeah, because our catechism, the catechism of the Catholic Church, you know what that first word is? Tell me. Father. Cool. It's so beautiful. It starts that way. It's it not starts even the that intro. way. It's not it's even the prologue. It's the prologue. <laughs> it's the word before the word. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like the 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 page that they don't number yet because they haven't got to numbers. There's <laughs> so you open the book and it's the first thing you read. This Boom. is what it's all about. Mhm. Father. Yeah. And it continues. Father. Dot mm. dot dot. This is eternal life. Mm that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Hmm. God, our Savior, desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. There is no other name under heaven hmm. given among men by which we must be saved than the name of Jesus. Amen. So it's funny. Um, there's fireworks going off. <laughs> the 
in the neighborhood right now. As I actually speak. hope everyone can hear it. I hope there's a party going on in the background. There's a party going on in the Welcome background. Welcome to the Bronx. And I think the fireworks are celebrating this word. Oh, they just, yeah. Father. They want to be part of this. They want to be part yeah. of this awesome, profound reality. And here it is, sister. Um, another quote for you, just as we step into this. It's from Heart of the Word. Hmm. Um, Fire of Mercy, Heart of the Word. It's Meditations on the Gospel according to St. Matthew. It's written by Erasmo uh, Levi of Maricacus, which is super powerful. Hmm. He's a great author, and he writes so beautifully on the power of the word. But this is what he says. Hmm. He says, The human heart seeks to engage, especially in three activities. It wants to hear and be heard. Hmm. It wants to see and be seen. And it wants to know and be known. Love, given and received, always has to be specified in one of these acts. I love this. Oh, that's awesome. I love this. And the word of God is a response to precisely this. Hmm. God's word is living. It is alive. And this is what God gives to us in his word, Hmm. right? We can hear him. He can speak to us in the depths of our hearts, Hmm. in the depths of our souls, as we bring ourselves into an encounter mm. with his living word, we can see him. Mm. We can see him as he lived, mm. as the son of God lived, this expression of the father's love. And in that, we can come to know him. We can come to know him intimately mm. in and through our encounter with the living word as we receive this love letter, mm. essentially, from God cool. to us, revealing how to get home, mm. how to live. You know, how to find answers uh, to our thirsting hearts. This is what I love about God's word. It addresses our whole beings, our minds, our hearts, our souls, as we're willing to step in, as you're saying, sister, into relationship, to call him father, Hmm. to call Jesus savior, and to receive this word to us. Mm, That's awesome. I know because even personally, I can think sometimes, you know, the word is just like, it's the kickstart to my prayer. You know, mm-hmm. I start with the word of God and then I, then I pray, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's that. And it's so much more. It's like, it's, it's the beginning. It's, you know, what we dive off from, we start with the word. Um, but we also dive into the word it's into someone it's into this relationship mm-hmm. you speak of, uh, mm-hmm. that it's the beginning. Um, and it's the pool we swim in, you know, it's, it's to be immersed in this relationship. That's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Two way. Thanks be to God. It's powerful, isn't yeah. it? Well, and it, it awakens us, right? Right. When the Father calls us, mm. Mm. we wake up, right? I, I think about my whole faith journey, totally. Or those who have shared their own faith journey with me, and it's literally moving like the Camino from word to word, yeah, from arrow to arrow, mm. from this point of encounter in the depths of my heart where it changed everything. Yeah, you know, when the Lord said, "Come," and here I ran. To the convent, and I yeah. entered. And every day for mm. the last 15 years, uh, giving me a word, mm. uh, calling me, sending me, all in and through his word. Cool. His word. Yeah. Spoken in and through his son, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's so true. Father wakes us up. Yeah. We move. Amen. <laughs> when the Father speaks. It's true. I saw live proof of it in person. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I remember we were, this is when I was serving in Toronto, and we, uh, we would often take uh, young couples to go to this amazing ultrasound place that was literally, I'd never been inside anything like it in my life. It's this 3D ultrasound studio. Uh, and it's pretty cool. You walk in and it literally, it's surround sound. The lights go off. There's nice lounges. It's like everything's kind of amplified to look at this mystery, this beautiful wonder that's going in, uh, that's going on within a woman's womb, you know, and to kind of get, it, it's so cool. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's the best kind of movie theater you can go into. So anyway, we go with this young couple and we go to support them. And mum's um, almost due, so the baby's big, you know, and we're kind of like getting excited for, you know, this big show. And they get mum ready and they're putting the gel on and they're going all over her belly and they can't see nothing. <laughs> Sister, like, you should be a nurse. I don't really understand it, but I was like, where's the baby gone? Oh, no. But it was just like a white screen. I mean, maybe you can translate what that means, but. Golly. Yeah. I don't know. What was Listen, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's happening. Listen, that little one was a was. I mean, I thought she was just having a big nap. She had, but she literally had her hands over her face. You couldn't <gasps> see nothing. Oh, she was hiding. Yeah, totally yeah, sometimes hiding. Sometimes they hide. Yeah, you just gotta wake them up. Yeah. 
Right. Well, that's what we thought. So, you know, the nurse is like, you know, sugar helps when you walk around, jump up a little bit. So we get mum, you know, she has, she has these gummy bears. She, she, we have her walking, doing like cycles around the room, jumping up and down gently. Uh, but it's just like nothing was working. And then finally, like, you know, um, a sense came to me and I was like, oh my gosh, sister was with me. I'm like, we got to pray, you know, just pray over this there belly and ask, ask this little girl just to, you know, give us a little smile, something, sister. That's a good <laughs> little sister. movement. So we stand up and we're, you know, we stand up at mom or either side of her and we put our hands over her belly and we're just like, you know, starting to cool down the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, sister starts praying in Latin. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like pulling out all my best saints, like everything we got. This little girl does not want to move. Come on, she's She's like budging. And we sit down, we kind of give up a little bit, just, you know, kind of waiting. And then this really neat moment happened. Her dad got off the couch and came over. And uh, he just very simply walked over, stood over his wife, uh, and he just prayed the Hail Mary in his own dialect, in Mm. his Indian dialect. Mm. And simple, straightforward. But, you know, as soon as he started speaking – this little girl came alive. I mean, like her arms stretched out. She was like fist pumping the belly, like her legs began to move. We just, and then of course the photos just went like crazy to capture every, every, every side and angle. But it was so neat to watch this, this Mm. daughter's response to the voice of a father that actually no one else could bring that out in her, you know, and she, she heard us, I'm sure of it, but dad sounded different. You know, and uh, and she came alive in the presence of it. It was so neat to see. That is awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. That is well, and it's it's such an awesome image and yeah. story that paints and mm. illustrates exactly what we're talking about, sister. Yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah. Like the power of the Father's voice, yes, singing over us, uh, speaking in the depths of our hearts. Like it brings us to life. It's what we wait for. It's Mm. what we long for is to be living in that communion, in that relationship, in that heart to heart Uh conversation Uh with the father. Yeah. Kind of, here we go, scissor. But how do we do this? Mm. Practically speaking. Right. What does it look like? Right. Because the word of God. Yeah. We're, we're blessed. We've got scripture. God has put himself literally in our hands, Mm. in our hands. How do we begin to pray? Yeah. With the word. Amen. Well, I think to be honest, like even just you saying them, like you can't go wrong if you go to the word. That's it. <laughs> like just to to put it out there, I, I think, you know, I can sometimes easily get caught up in like, what should I pray with? Should I go here? Should I go back there? Um, but even just to say, period, reading the word. Uh, is enough that we actually turn to the word that we make the word of God a preference in our prayer mm. that it's um mm-hmm. that it's the first stop you know that we actually start there because our prayer is up to God truly honestly mm-hmm. it's uh it's him being with us and us permitting ourselves to be open up to that reality mm. for um for a moment in prayer for every moment during our days so really just i mean i think just first to say pressure's off go to the word and you can't go wrong amen yeah well, I have a funny story about that, yeah. actually. It makes me, actually, maybe it's because it's not my story. Yeah. But this is the joy of They're usually funny. Having sisters, that's the thing. You can really, you can really laugh with your sister. Mm. But basically, so we are so blessed. Hmm. As sisters, we go on eight-day silent retreats. Yeah. And we, we open up the Word of God, and that's, that's what holds us. Oh, my gosh. Highlight of the year. Right? Yeah. My favorite eight days of the year. Basically, the sister was on her silent mm. eight-day retreat. And so she received uh, little scripture passages from her, her spiritual director. And, but one of them, she, she got the numbers wrong. Oh gosh. <laughs> so oh. it was supposed to be like Hosea chapter two, um, 14, wow. which is this beautiful passage. Oh, about, some of the best and hottest moments of scripture. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there, well, and there you go, sister. It's like, yeah, the beautiful, uh, one that I think her director wanted her to pray <laughs> with was, you know, I will allure her into the desert and there I will speak to her heart. Oh my right. Gosh, yeah. Meanwhile, she accidentally did, uh, Hosea chapter two, 12. Uh-huh. Which, what does that say? Me, I'll paraphrase for you. <laughs> but basically it's like, so she like sits down and like, this isn't like the first day of, of the retreat. So you're really trying to like rest and receive God's mm. love and just, you know, open up that receptivity. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she sits down and she starts reading and it says something to the effect of, 
I will destroy her grapevines and her fig trees. <laughs> I will turn her vineyards and orchards into a wilderness. Wild animals will destroy them. Oh my gosh. I will punish her for the times that she forgot me. <laughs> it's like it's like the Lord has spoken. Wow. Like mic drop on Hosea. So she's aye, like aye, aye. sitting there like, Jesus. What's so going on? What do I do with this? Yeah. But what is so beautiful is <laughs> even in the blooper, like she went with faith to the Lord and mm-hmm. she brought this word into her heart. Yeah. And actually the Lord used it so powerfully and yeah. actually so lovingly. Like, yeah. meanwhile, when she brought it back to her director, he's like, oops, <laughs> like that was not the scripture that I wanted to pray with, but praise be to God. Okay. He awesome. makes good. He makes good sure our faith mm-hmm. uh, as we, as we sit with him, uh, as we dare uh, mm. to receive his living word to us. And I think that's, as you're saying, sister, we never have to be afraid mm. in front of the word of God. If we say welcome to his word, we will be blessed. Amen. We will be richly blessed. Mm. And I wonder, I don't know, like four steps. Oh, yeah, steps. always helpful. Because here's the reality. We want to engage most of all the word with our hearts. Mm. It's it's a it's a read with the heart. Mm. It. It's not, and Mary pondered all these things in her head, right? Yeah. Mary pondered these things in her heart. And we want to be encountering the word in our heart, allow the heart to lead. Uh, and I love that. I love right? that. It reminds me of um, Saint, uh, Padre Pio would say, you must speak to Jesus, not only with your lips, but with your heart. That's it. Yeah. We receive a word, but we actually let our heart communicate with it. That's it. Awesome. And that's, we're in a different space. Yeah. Right. We're not studying something. We're trying to conform our lives to Jesus Christ. Totally. Yeah. To to come to know Christ's mind, Christ's Mm. heart, Christ's interior life. Mm -hmm. You can, he'll share that with you. Yeah. If you ask him, he'll bring you right into his own heart. I mean, sounds like a bold prayer, but Jesus can't wait for you to pray it. Mm -hmm. So a few things first. Yeah. Preparation that, uh, we need to slow down. Mm-hmm. We gotta. We're we're approaching sacred ground, uh, the living word of God. So you want to develop like little quieting routine. You know, in the same way that churches have vestibules that prepare us to entering the church, this this place that's sacred, this place of encounter of the living God. So too, um, prepare yourself. Slow cool. down. You know, say the Our Father slowly. Mm-hmm. Say say Father mm-hmm. slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, however many times it takes you to slow down and then slow down again. Ask all the angels and saints to pray for you. Oh, I love that. Right? It reminds me too, like, I, I remember, like, driving to the beach. There was, like, this one last hill that you come over. And as you come over the hill, you can, you can like, smell the salt in the air. Ooh. You see the waves in the distance. Ooh-hoo. And you come down and, like, the whole air changes. And it kind of, like, immediately puts me at peace. And I'm kind of like, oh, you know, I'm here. There you know, is. and it just makes me think of the same with prayers. Like, we walk in. Uh, to the chapel or a place that we've set aside or, you know, what is it that puts my heart at rest immediately? Mm. You know, what's the salt in my air that I need? You know, what Ooh. prayer do I need to pray? Or what do I need to, maybe it's an image something to look at. Maybe it's just holding your Bible. You know, whatever it is to kind of put yourself in that atmosphere of what? The presence of God. Presence of God. Um, it really helps totally to start that way. It really helps. Mm. And and that's it. Because you're preparing yourself for a relationship. Yes. For conversation, for encounter. Yeah. Right? Amen. We want our hearts in this, in mm. the game, so to speak. I love that, sister. Mm. Whoa. So here you go. You're preparing. You're going to take up your scripture, right? And a yeah. lot of people are like, where do I start? Mm-hmm. I would say the church in her wisdom has given us readings yeah. for each and every single day of the year. Yep. Beautiful readings. Mm-hmm. You can always go there. Mm. Uh, another approach is go to the Gospels. Yeah. Uh, come to know Jesus, the person of Jesus, Yes, um, as a great first step mm. to then unpacking the, the rest of the Word. Mm-hmm. I remember, too, like a priest said to me once, which I'd never heard before, and it was really moving, but he said, you know, sometimes it's good to ask the question of, like, where do you want to go in the life of Jesus? Mm. You know, and just actually also, like, every now and then to – to be open to listening to your heart of like, where do I want to be with Jesus? Mm. Am I drawn towards, you know, a particular mystery in his life to go to, to return to, to stay in uh, and to trust our heart's desires there? Like, this is where I'm at. Or Jesus, I want to be with you at Bethlehem. Jesus, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going through so much right now. I need to, 
I need to know you're with me on my cross, that mm. this is, that we're in this together, that, um, that there's sense in this experience of suffering. Um, Jesus, I need you to rise in this place in my heart because I can't see what's next. You know, whatever it be to just give our hearts permission to like, where do I desire to be with Jesus? And that can lead, lead to a place of scripture too. And then also going to that word, even if you've prayed with it for a hundred times, yeah, it's new. Yeah. It's inexhaustible. There it is to go with fresh eyes. Fresh ears. Yeah. I literally had a 30-day retreat. Mm, this is making me think of that. <laughs> and yeah. one word. Whoa. One word. I and it brought it me so deeper so. and deeper. That's awesome. And deeper and deeper. Mm. 30 days. And I was like, I just You're getting kidding. started. Yeah, I'm I believe it. just getting started. Wow, that's awesome. It's for real. You know, when I went on my 30 days this summer, my spiritual director in cart, like, I had this plan for all these books I was going to read. I was like, sister, <laughs> I'm finally going to read The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, <laughs> I wish I'd done that in my childhood, but I was like, this is my one chance, 30 days of silence. I'm going to have so much time, literally like all these trilogies. And then the week before the priest is like, I think you should just read the word of God. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, and I could notice in my heart this question of like, is it enough? Mm-hmm. Am I going to get bored on that? Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. And it was such, um, it was awesome to ponder that, that question because what I experienced in my 30 day I couldn't get enough of it, sister. It, mm. And I literally, about three days in, I remember saying to the priest, why do I read anything else? <laughs> it was just, and again, we're only dabbling in it, but that the word of God, there is always more, always more. Always in one more. word, every word, there's more to ponder. There's more to receive. There's more to come. So powerful. Thanks be to God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I know. Listen, it's, it's hard to move through this. <laughs> Yes, I just want to go and pray. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a, we've got our scripture. Uh the word of God we know mm. is alive. So it's real. Hey, and it's we living. can't mess this up. Yeah. All we gotta do is say come. Amen. God says come, we say come. Amen. Yeah. You can't fail at the word at choosing scripture. No. Going to the scripture is enough. No. That's it. Well, and then here it is. The first step is Lexio. Yeah. Which means read (laughs) (laughs) yeah straight up it's simple but reading it with the heart Mm. reading it cordially right like openness receptivity um in a sense what does this say to me Mm. with a heart open to how it wants to speak Mm. right you may want to have a sense of words that draw you right hot words so to speak or you might have words as you read that you're like ooh kind of want to pull away from that cold words right mm-hmm. uh words we might feel a little um afraid in front of or guarded um again it's amazing what will happen in our mm. hearts as we as we read and you're just going to read slowly and attentively and you can even uh, notice as you read perhaps that third time you know where are you being drawn mm. Uh, is there a phrase, is there a word that speaks to your heart? Hmm. And and in this, you want to take it in. Take that word in. Hmm. And here's the second step. Meditate. Hmm. Right? You're going to kind of chew on it. Yeah. Like, I love that. It's like you're kind of being aware of, you're reading the word, but you're also aware of really listening to your heart. Like yes. what's speaking to me and, and, and what's speaking from within me as yep. I read it. Exactly. Cool. Yep. And then... There it is, that speaking, that meditatio. You're wondering about it. You're pondering it. You are applying it to your life. You're asking the question, what does the text say to me? What does this word say to me? And then a third step is you're going to begin a dialogue, a conversation, oratio. Cool. You're praying, which Mm. means you're talking. Um, you might find yourself talking to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You might be saying, like, Father, I don't like that word. That is a hard word. Mm -hmm. Or you might be saying, oh, my goodness, drown me, as if you were conversing with a friend. Yeah. That's what you want to lean into. And you want to talk to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he's alive. He's a person. He's there. Mm. And to make that act of faith, to to talk, to converse Mm -hmm. about this word, um, and ultimately, yeah, how do I want to respond to it? What's God's invitation? What's mm. he inviting me to? What's this thing saying? What are my desires in the face of this mm. word? 
And I hear in that too, just an invitation to be honest, you know, like mm-hmm. what's, what's my honest experience right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be not what I expected. You know, I might want it to be a different, different way. I wish I responded this way or that. And it's like, actually God doesn't want that. He just wants you to be yourself. Yeah. Wants you to be yourself and be honest, uh, in our times of prayer too, like mm-hmm. raw or honest. Uh, and we can be totally ourselves because prayer is the one place that we can confidently be assured that we're always being loved mm-hmm. unconditionally. So we can be more honest in our prayer actually than any other conversation we have in life, mm-hmm. period. Brutally honest. Isn't ourselves. That, oh, um, that's the the pressure's news. off. <laughs> pressure's off. Yeah, we bring it and we're going to be received no matter what it looks like. Yeah, That's good news, is it? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're all looking for that place. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Every day. God. Well, there you go. And this brings us right into step four. Mm. which is contemplation. So after you've read this word, after you've kind of turned it over, meditated on it, after you've talked to the Lord about this word, Mm. this conversation, you want to rest. You want to rest in the word, this living word, now as it's speaking to you, as it has imposed itself right into your life. Um, It's like, where do I want to stay? Yes. Yep. That is. Just to stay, like... You're savoring a piece of candy. Yeah. Just savor the flavor. Yeah. I know that's cheesy. No, it's real though. Well, it reminds me too of on Camino. I remember about a weekend, we were noticing when we were walking, we were walking pretty fast. Mm. You know, we got the rhythm of the, like the arrows we knew what to look for. We kind of thought we knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. You know, we know how to do this thing. (laughs) But then one day we walk past and we see this beautiful hill in the middle of this town. And I remember looking at my watch and I'm like, we got to, we got to clock it. We got to go. We got to get to this next town. And my pilgrim partner, thanks be to God said, well, why don't we just stop here and, and, and see what's up there. And the hill kind of looked kind of cool. So we, we decided to drop our bags and run up to the top of this hill. Only added like 21 minutes to our walk. And I remember getting to the top and sister, it was like one of the most beautiful outlooks I've ever seen in my life. Wow. And I, you know, from the bottom, I could not tell, mm. But we were kind of taken aback by it and giving ourselves permission to stop and look a little further. Uh, I honestly think it was the best lookout of the entire trip, of the whole month. That's and it was incredible. all because we allowed ourselves to be moved by something and then to press a little closer. Mm-hmm. You know, what is going on here? You know, what if I stay here a little longer? What if I climb up this mountain uh, and see what God wants to show me there? I love that. Mm. That's precisely it, sister. Yeah. Enjoy the view. There's nothing to accomplish in our prayer. We don't have to get anything done, actually. That's it. That's yeah. it. Uh, we can write, plunk right down. Rest freely. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And after that, you want to conclude. You want to close that time of prayer down. Um, a lot of times, just to kind of name for yourself, what is a, a resolution mm. as I go forth? What is God calling me to? And how do I want to respond to this encounter Yeah, in the word? And it might just be like keeping that word in your heart, living forth from it. Take it with me. From the day. It might be like, oh, you know what? There's a place I got to bring. You know, I got to go to confession. Yeah. I've got to have a conversation. Um, or there's a theme that, that God wants me to drink more deeply of his Mm. love for me in one facet or another. Uh, there's just so many things that God can invite us to and call us to, but it's, it's, uh, being able to live in that relationship, uh, that dynamic relationship with God, the father, and there's nothing more exciting mm. or fulfilling or satisfying. Amen. So that is kind of a little practical walkthrough. Just a little one. That's a little We're, one. We barely touched it. Baby, baby. Yeah. Steps. But it's, but it's a, it's a, it's a good step to take. There oh my is. gosh. Just to look at this sister. Yep. Enough to get yeah. started. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know, sister, uh, before we go, do you have any challenges? Gosh, did you know everything you just said? (laughs) No, actually, but when you were talking, I was like, uh, it just reminded me too of just, um, just an encouragement to be aware of what moves me when Mm. I'm with scripture, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it might be in a time of prayer. Uh, it might be when I take a look at scripture at another point during the day, Mm -hmm. you know, when I look back, uh, to be open to what moves me in the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, and another place that I love to, to really open my heart to is, is when we pray the mass to really, um, you know, we're so familiar with the words, what's coming up next. How do I say that? Uh, but really open our heart to what is moving me in the mass that I'm participating in each day or whenever we're able to get to mass, uh, because the mass is loaded with scripture. Mm -hmm. It's rich with scriptural references, 
uh, and it's and it's uh, yeah a powerful place. So even just to open my heart at the beginning of this mass and say, Jesus, how do you want to move me? What's your word for me in this mass? And you'll be amazed at what he draws you to. Uh, and it's new. It's new every time. That's beautiful. What about you, Sushrange Day? What's your word for me? <laughs> What's your word for us? Okay. I think my word is to always go as a novice, huh. to always go as a cool. learner, as, as a beggar, mm. that the Holy Spirit is always going to want to teach us something. Cool. And to never presume, you know, to never go in and saying, I got this, mm-hmm. but to go as, as one poor. Mm. And we are, we're poor, we're thirsting. And that enables us to receive. That's awesome. And so not to be afraid to be poor. Yeah. Not to be afraid to just to allow yourself to learn, to listen. Mm-hmm. It's a lifelong work. I think I just stand in awe at where Lexia, where prayer with the living word has expanded my heart, mm. has has created new places in my heart. That's awesome. And I can only say go mm. and uh, be brave and fearless and courageous because mm. the Spirit will be there to catch and to lead and guide always. That's awesome. It's a good word of hope, sister. Amen. Makes me look forward to the next prayer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Well, shall I close us down yeah, with a prayer? Do. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we love you, we praise you, we adore you. Holy Spirit, we ask uh, that you be our teacher, our guide, as we seek the face of the living God in prayer, as we encounter the living word that he gave us in Jesus, and the way that that word uh, is alive and in through scripture. Blessed Mother, spouse of the Holy Spirit, Draw us ever closer to your spouse. Uh, Allow our hearts to be receptive as your heart is. Pray for us, Blessed Mother. Be a mother to us always and now and in in all of our times of prayer. As we simply say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Pentecost, pray for us. God bless and keep all Oh, that was a brave one. Oh, (laughs) I love her. (laughs) Come Holy Spirit. Amen. Good to be with you, sister. You too, sister. Blessings. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.